Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk about all about booking group space on Disney Cruise Line and an Adventures by Disney Vacation. This is actually the second part of a multi-part series we're going to be doing about booking group space for different travel destinations. Um, so we hope you join us for all of them. Uh, the good part is I am joined by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Back in our production facility, we have Associate Producer, Oliver Green. Hello. And our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Who looks like he might be uh, taking it easy because uh, Oliver's back there, but I'm not really quite sure. Yeah. He looks like he's just slacking back there, playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> Look, Gotta I catch f- them all. <laughs> I found them in Pete's bedroom. Look, woo. Um, well, that just got weird quickly. <laughs> oh, my. What? <laughs> all right, so as I said, we are on our second part of a multi-part series about booking groups. Um, last time we talked about booking Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Universal Orlando. So now we're going to move on to um, Disney Cruise Line and Adventures by Disney. And um, again, we get that question all the time. We get that question, I am traveling with my in-laws and my brother and his family. I want a discount on a Disney Cruise Line vacation because we're going to have three staterooms. And pretty much the answer is no. Or I have six people going on Adventures by Disney, can I get a group discount on Adventures by Disney? The answer is no. Disney says no. Disney says no. Not um, Dreams. Dreams would say yes. Right. But Disney says no. Right. And I think that's an important distinction. Is it that is these are very, not our rules and regulations. Right. We have to go by the what we refer to as the travel provider. Mm-hmm. The person who we book the travel through. Um, depending on the destination, there could be a minimum, minimum number of rooms you have to book. Eight, ten, or more as well as a minimum number of people. And that kind of plays into the Disney Cruise Line group space um, that we're going to talk about first. Uh, But before we go into that, I want to remind everybody that if you're looking to book some group travel, please contact your Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, and we will do our best to help you put that together. Or, as Tracy mentioned in another show, we can talk to you about what actually might work best for you and your family. Is it really a good idea to book a group, or is it a good idea to just book uh, a regular reservation because of discounts that may come up later? All right, so I'm going to start with Disney Cruise Line. So with Disney Cruise Line, I have a story to tell you. Gather around the campfire, kids. Gather around the campfire. Back in 1971, I met a girl. Oh, no, that's not the right. That's a different speech. Oh, gosh. That that changes my life. Um, Disney Cruise Line at one point used to have an extremely robust group program. They did. Where it was, you can go, and as a travel agent specifically, we could go and we could hold eight staterooms, just empty staterooms, and then go and what we called plug people in as they booked. And they offered some really good stuff. It was uh, not only locking in the reduced rate, there would be a discount based on when you booked. There might be a shipboard credit. There might be other amenities in the room. Unfortunately, that is no more. Disney Cruise Line has severely changed their group policies. To the point where they almost don't even have a groups department, right? Exactly. You know, I remember all the groups people we used to deal with, and then there was no groups department. Right. And that's almost where we are now with Disney Cruise Line. There isn't a groups department, but there kind of is. Oh, 
there's a secret underground grocery secret- department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you all the secret handshake and password in a minute. <laughs> First and foremost, what I mentioned before is no longer possible. You must contract in advance for a Disney group, and you must have everybody's names and everybody's information and their birth dates and their passports and all that good stuff before you can even attempt to book a group with Disney Cruise Line. With Disney Cruise Line, the minimum is eight staterooms or more with 16 guests or more. So this is where that number of guests comes in. So it's a minimum of double occupancy. Right. Yes and no. (laughs) Because, well, actually, no, you're right. It is a minimum of double occupancy because third, fourth, and fifth guests don't count towards That's the correct. group. Mm-hmm. So I apologize. Put another one in the Kevin. Oh, I got it, Kevin. Don't worry. Okay. Two for Kevin. Two for Kevin. One for Tracy. None um, for John. Right. So you must have <laughs> for John. So you must have a minimum of eight double occupancy staterooms to qualify for a group. Right. So a single traveler isn't overcome by a party of three. three. Correct. That is absolutely correct. Um, and again, these staterooms aren't discounted. It's not like you're going to go and you're going to all of a sudden get thousands of dollars right. off a stateroom. It's just pretty much that you're contracting at the current right. Disney Cruise Line. So you're right? locking in from tier pricing increasing. So over the course of 60 days that it takes you to sell your group, the tier pricing could increase two or three times. That is true. So you're just locking in at the price of the day you said, okay, I'm contracting for a group. Now, you just said something that's no longer true and that you could fill your group. That's the way it used to work. Don't you have to have a group now when you book it? You can't fill a group. Sure. You have to have your group all in place. Right. It has to be filled to start. If you want to add to your group, then you add at the current rate. Yeah, it's not retroactive back to the other rate. So let's say for some reason you have, you know, 16 aunts and uncles who want to go with you on a Disney cruise and you book this group and you've got that first rate. And then all of a sudden, grandma and grandpa want to go. Well, they're going to come in at the current. Ah, prevailing rates. Prevailing rates. Disney Cruise Line rates. There is a discount associated with booking a Disney Cruise Line group. And this is what they call a tour conductor credit. Mm -hmm. This is common in the cruise line industry. It's a common term in a lot of package tours. Right. You'll hear people say tour conductor, TC. And the tour conductor is the cost of one passenger's cruise fare in the least expensive stateroom. And this is for each 16 full fare guests in eight staterooms. And that's just the base fare, right? It doesn't include things like there's different ki- there's different components in a cruise Taxes, fare. Taxes, port charges. Sorry. Right. So it doesn't include any of that. It's just right. the base Because fare. even those things aren't set by Disney. Sure. Those are things Disney right. has to pay. So right. they're going just to the, then go ahead and... The part of the fare that Disney gets right. is what they... They're going to pass those charges on to you. And again, the third, fourth, and fifth guests don't count towards your tour conductor credit. Right. So again, if you have four, if you have eight staterooms with four people each, that's not thirty-two. That's people. That's not thirty-two people. Right. That's not two. Tour that's actually that's standard across the cruise industry. I mm-hmm. think all the cruise lines do that. They only count guests one and two. So because they're the only ones paying full fare. Right. Right. Everybody else is reduced after that. Now with the with Disney with their tour conductor credit, do they allow that to be then divided amongst the other reservations? Is not necessarily to say that one person is going to get a discount. Right. On that what fare. happens is because you're contracting one group and one price with Disney, see. you'll get an invoice, and the tour conductor will come off the final right. price. And then the you group. would just divide by the number of people if that's how you or not tell them. And keep right. it for yourself. Exactly. Buy yourself something nice. <laughs> but again, I think what's important here is that you're looking at the least expensive stateroom. 
So in Disney Cruise Line, if you're all booking Category 6s and then Aunt May wants a Category 11, well, that's going to be your tour conductor is going to be Aunt May's Category 11 statement. Aunt May always causes trouble. She does. I don't know why you bring her. Uh, again, all staterooms and names must be assigned by uh, and submitted to Disney Cruise Line prior to doing the contract. Um, there is some flexibility in changing people out, right? But this follows the usual Disney Cruise Line policies of switching out guests. No double name changes, and by that I mean if oh you've God. got <laughs> if you've got two people in a stateroom, you can't change both of their names. One of the original parties has to stay. That is correct. Plus, there's also penalties. Right. X number of days before you sail, you might right. incur a penalty. And does that follow current, like regular cruise line policies as far as penalties and charges and cancellations? Exactly. So if you know what the regular penalties and cancellations are, they fall into there as well. Um, and if you know what those are, then you're very, very smart because right. those are very convoluted. They used to be so easy. <laughs> they used to be so easy. Now if you've got a Category 11 and it's Thursday yeah. at 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, the initial deposit for any group is 25% due at contract signing. So this is a big chunk of money. Yeah, so it's more than the typical 20% deposit. Yep. Big, big chunk of money. So um, so the question becomes, why would somebody book a group like this? Well, again, I think the tour conductor might be appealing to some people. It might be a way of getting a discount. I think locking in the price might be mm-hmm. uh, appealing to but some people. But if I people. need all eight eight rooms anyway... To book them, then I'm booking them today. I'm locking in that price anyway. That's true. Yep. And if I add Aunt May later, because she's the one who can ever decide, then I'm adding her at whatever prevailing rate is that day. That's, so there's that tour conductor credit, which is may or may not be an incentive based on numbers. Correct. There's um, to answer that question. There's also some additional benefits to a Disney Cruise Line group. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the number in your group and the number of staterooms, that you may get a free uh, cocktail reception. Sure. Ooh. Now know? they don't. And food is free on Disney. Cruise and they Line don't anyway. have. Uh, as we do future shows, when we talk about other cruise lines and groups. Um, there's like just things like amenity points and amenity lists. I don't think Disney Cruise Line does anything that's like correct. that anymore, do they? They no. do not. Yeah. So that's what sort of you know we go back to the old way of doing it. There used to be a discount. There used to be a shipboard credit. There used to be amenities where they would put things mm-hmm. in your room. They don't do that anymore for groups. So, like you said, unless there is this incentive behind the tour conductor, it really doesn't. And it's, I think this is going to go back to a little bit of what we were talking about with Walt Disney World and Disneyland and Universal. Who's the target audience for this group? And I think the target audience for the the new Disney groups department, the underground Disney groups department. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> um, it is... You know, it's the large groups. Like, you know, we've done the podcast cruises. We're talking we're talking a totally different animal than a leisure group of 8 to 10, right. you know, similar-minded people traveling together. We're talking about something completely different. Exactly. And again, this requires, you know, someone who's willing to commit, someone who's willing to sign the contract and say, I right. will be responsible for the payments. And this person that's willing to commit will eventually be committed. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, again, I want to point out, if you fall under the eight staterooms with 16 guests, then everything reverts back to the normal pricing, the normal uh, a normal reservation with Disney right. Cruise Line. You forfeit the tour conductor. You forfeit any extra parties that they may throw right. for you. Um, that time. And it should be. I mean, when we've, we've done our large podcast cruise with Disney Cruise Line, we've done a few of them now. And 
when we're on board, don't get me wrong, this this onboard team, you know, David that they've sent with us, these are fan. I mean, these are great cruises. I mean, they take care of us. They make sure we've got everything we need. Our onboard experience is phenomenal. But I just really think Disney's shifted away from leisure groups into... And as we've said on a previous show, there's a reason for that. Yes. They don't have to. Right. This is no longer the sales tactic, bring as many people as you can. That's right. Ships are full. Yeah. And when the ship is full, they don't have to bend or discount or... And the amount of manpower required to take care of 10 leisure groups of 20 people, as opposed to one large party of 500 people. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, from their point of view as well on that. So these are really meant, these are your large groups, like what we've done. um, Weddings, conventions. conventions. And the benefit of bigger groups, as opposed to just having eight rooms with 16 people, is that there is a little more flexibility in what they will do for us. Right. Like we will get convention space. We will get use of the theater. Mm -hmm. Um, However, like Walt Disney World and their events, there's usually what they call a food and beverage minimum. So you can't just say, okay, we all want to get together one night and have a room where we can all hang out and have a party. You're going to have to pay a food and beverage minimum, which when you think about it, food is free on exactly. a Disney Cruise Line anyway. We run into this all the time when we do the podcast cruises. Yep. People will contact me and say, well, our group of these people, you know, can you get us a room and have some coffee and some drinks? We want to do this. Okay, well, this is how much it costs. Well, why? All the food. Welcome right. to convention space. Well, if you want to use that room and you know yeah. you want to go sit someplace and get a cup of coffee up at the buffet, you can do that. Exactly. But once it yeah. gets scheduled. That's right. right. And so with the large groups that we're doing, they're providing us these spaces, but we're making food and beverage minimums. Right. Um, if they're offering, you know, when we would do the podcast in the, in the Walt Disney World Theater, we're paying for audio techs and video techs. And so there's charge for all of that. Exactly. Also, I want to point out with food and beverage, um, a lot of times you look at it and you think, okay, this isn't that bad. 15 bucks a person, 20 bucks a right. person. There is a 23% service charge. Exactly. And a tax, whatever the tax, current yeah. tax I think it is. ends up being about 30, 32% mm-hmm. on whatever the per person is. Because I look at it and I go, okay, this isn't bad. And then you add another third to it exactly. and it makes your head explode. So, yeah. All good things to think about. Um, you can also charter an entire ship. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> We have looked into chartering yeah. the ship. Um, this was many years ago, so my numbers are not going to be accurate for sure. But it was the magic, and it was going to be a million dollars. It was going to be a million dollars to charter the magic, but we got control of everything. One million dollars. One million dollars. <laughs> I'm sure it's more than that. Um, to the point of where we could tell the ship where we wanted to go. Now, depending on port charges, it would be more expensive. Sure. Right? Wherever you picked for the ship to yeah. go, it would be we more. could set the itinerary. We could set yeah. the itinerary. And the entertainment. Well, I mean, they're only going to have so many actors and stuff on board, but right. you could set menus. The and the million dollars wasn't the total cost. No, no. no, no, no. You still had that all those just, other. Yeah. Oh, you want coffee? That's yeah. actually exactly yeah. right. Then you then you've got and you've got your thirty percent. We were just talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> and once you're up in a million, thirty percent taxes. But tell the truth, a really big party you crunched the numbers. I did. More than one. Trust me. Because we looked at, well, what would the, the staterooms currently go for on a yep. regular sailing? And could we get a million yep. in sales to cover the cost? And There was a lot of them. This would be cool. It would be cool. You never cool. know. One day it might happen. So one thing I want to talk to you about, Tracy, is I know that um, because of social media, 
people now go out and make friends on the internet mm-hmm. and there's Facebook groups yep. and there's people on the Diz boards who get together who think cruise meets and cruise stuff. meets right who think well it'd be great to put together their own group on Disney Cruise Line is this something you think would work for them I think it could but honestly I'm still not 100% sure that with Disney Cruise Line it's the right venue for it I think you know, they really just don't target the leisure groups. And on average, from what I'm seeing of these Facebook groups and stuff, I'm guessing they're probably 15 to 20 families who travel together on any kind of a consistent basis. And I'm not sure that that's a number that makes sense. Or that you're going to get enough out of it right. to jump through the hoops. Right. You know, with different, you know, a little bit more up front and everybody's kind of kind of have to decide on the day. And now everybody decided on today, but then somebody adds later and the price is different. I don't know that it's not to say that it couldn't. And I think the fact that it's, um, and I think you had said that it's, you know, one invoice, one person responsible for collecting the payments. I think all of that, when you're talking these Facebook groups, these are 15 to 20 families or couples or whatever their general interest is that travel together who may not necessarily want to trust somebody else with their finances. (laughs) Do you know, they're not, that kind of a close-knit group. And you also have to look at it, the person who's going to be in charge, you might not want to be in in charge of their finances also. And I think what happens is, I think if you are thinking of doing something like that with Disney Cruise Line, and you have this leader of the group, I think you have to consider as a group that that person you've designated as leader, they're the ones that get the tour conductor credit, and it's not necessarily split. Because it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. to for them to, because as much as I can do a lot of the load for you, I'm not the one with the credit card. Right. I'm not the one, you know, going to all of these people to say, right. okay, we pay are not, me. Dreams Unlimited Travel will still not collect your money yeah. and make one payment for a couple of reasons. First of all, we don't want to be responsible for the contract if you don't pay. That's right. You know, this is a, a large thing to cover. And if you're not going to fulfill it, then we're stuck And it's one it. thing if we, we do that for our own groups. Right. Exactly. You know, because we take on that responsibility. We... And, you know, John's been doing this a really long time. John knows what kind of group is going to fly, what kind of not. So he's a smart man. He's not going to put his money, you know, where it, he thinks it's going to waste. It's also much more than eight staterooms. So right, exactly. the risk of falling below the minimum. That's right, exactly. For sure. And the other problem, too, is if we collect your money, let's say if we take your credit card, that's a credit card fee to us. Right. So there's a loss in us just holding your money yeah. and processing it and then sending it along to Disney. And it's always been Dream's policy that we don't charge your credit card for travel. Um, we believe that your relationship, as far as your payments, should be directly with the supplier, with the travel provider. Gosh and forbid so, anything happened to us. You still have a reservation right. with all your money you know, And I think you know we've been around long enough that you know we're good. But for your safety... I think you should be leery of anybody who wants to charge your car to their company. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, credit charge. So and nightmare stories all the time. All the time we get them a lot. People show up and say, my reservation's not paid in full. Yeah. Because the agency held your money and never released and, the, the funds. Yeah. Not that they're bad people. Say it again. Right. Dreams Unlimited Travel never charges your car. Never holds no. your we money. never hold your money. Any payment made to Dreams Unlimited Travel, you'll see on your statement that you have been charged by the Disney company. Right. right. And there's like, and there's a very small exception to that. When John is doing group stuff, sometimes he has to charge, you know, if you had like a registration fee for something. I don't know how you'd charge that, but it's still. 
I don't think we've ever. I mean, unless we like the the mega meat, right? That kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's that's a a totally separate separate entity. That's not Dreams Unlimited Travel selling you a product as a third party supplier. Right, right. We're taking responsibility for it. So I just want to make sure that people understood. People say, "Well, Dreams charged me once," but it's a totally different. We're talking about travel that we're providing. So for that reason, I don't know that the Disney Cruise Line business model for groups still fits into those because I would think, you know, fifteen. Like I said, 15, 20 staterooms sharing a Facebook group. They've cruised together before. You know, they enjoy traveling with each other. I don't know that they want to have one person collecting all their money and responsible for handing it off. And also there's a, you know, there's a... Um Information is out there. They're going to be asking sure. you for your birth dates yeah. and your kids' birth dates and your passport. Yeah. They have to collect it and send it along to the, yeah. to the company. And so, I mean, maybe you could do that direct with the agent, but still, yeah. for the most part, that person in, in charge has a lot of control. Exactly. And I think if it was 15 to 20 staterooms of family, it would be more likely to work, although in some families, maybe not. Exactly. And again, I've given this example before. If you think this might work for you, get all of those people together and ask them where they want to go to dinner yeah. <laughs> and see how that works out for you before you jump into a, yeah. you know, a week's vacation that you're yeah. in charge of. Uh, yeah. And they, these Facebook groups, um, I have one now that's, that's cruising with another cruise line. And these are people who've traveled together before. And uh, they enjoy traveling together and they love, you know, and I think a cruise is a really good way to travel with, mm-hmm. you know, with several, because di- there's so many different things you can do. You can be as together or as not as you want. Um, so there are ways to do it. I just don't think the Disney Cruise Line business model necessarily fits with that type right, of group. When we talk about other cruise lines, I think. Right. I think it may to... make more sense for other cruise gotcha. lines. I also just want to point out one more thing before we leave Disney Cruise Line. Um, again, as a group, you get all of the same amenities you would if you booked an individual reservation. You're not treated any different. Yes, yeah, so everything. Your onboard experience is the exactly same. Exactly the same. Yeah. Um, there might be the opportunity, though, for your group to have the same dining. You could all link right. together and have the same dining time if that appeals to you. That could also be done individually. You can link reservations individually. That's true. It can be. Um, it gets a little trickier yeah. when you're doing it as individuals because once you're more than four staterooms, if you're all trying to access your reservation at midnight to do your online check-in, you're going to get aired out. Yeah. Because you can actually write into the group contract. Right. We're going to all be on main dining. So that you don't have that conflict. Right. That's what we do. Tables with. near each other. Sure. That side of things. So you can still link them as individuals as well. We just get a little more creative with it right. when there's really large numbers. All right. So that'll do that for Disney Cruise Line. We are going to move on. We're going to move on to Adventures by Disney. And um, really, Kevin is our Adventures by Disney group expert. Um at least two groups a year, we send on Adventures by Disney a trip, sometimes more than that, um, that we arrange and we uh, put together ourselves. And we are used to working with Disney, uh, Adventures by Disney very closely on their groups and contracting out these groups. So Kevin really knows it very well. So Adventures by Disney is a different animal. They are welcoming groups. Most of the time when we set up a group, we're taking the entire trip. We contract for every space on the trip. Disney or Adventures by Disney will let you contract for half of an adventure, meaning that you would get half of the spaces. Uh, Again, when we do it, we take all spaces. So the way it works for me when I book a whole group is Adventures by Disney builds reservations for me. And I get what we jokingly call empty reservations. So when, and I can fill a trip 
as I, as people start to book. So that's wildly different than the way other places do it. And what that means is I have existing reservations set up. And when you book with me, I just plug your information into a reservation that I have. So what's happened is we have contracted the rate ahead of time. The rate gets locked in. It's in, it's in Adventures by Disney Systems. We then just put you in that room and fill that reservation. Right. Um, let's one talk the, a little bit before, before you, do you do that. One of the things I want to talk about is Adventures by Disney has tier pricing. As a trip begins to fill, the pricing increases. So booking early gets you the lowest opening day rate. Booking later in the trip, your price could be significantly higher. When you contract, everybody pays that same rate. Right. And in some contracts, we've actually been able to get a discounted rate. We've been able to go to Disney mostly, mostly because we were booking several of these a year. But we are able to go to them and get a couple hundred dollars off. What would have been the lowest tier price anyway? Right. So the other thing as a group they allow you to do is there's a little flexibility in the things that we do. When you take the entire trip or you uh, contract for an entire trip, there's perks that come along with that that aren't part of a regular adventure. And I apologize I can't speak to them because I never know what they're going to be. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about minimums for a group, what's required to be a full group, what's required to be a... A minimum is 15 people. Now, this is different than uh, Disney Cruise Line or Disney World. These are not 15 rooms. We're talking people. We are talking people. And, you know, you could have three parties of four and then a a couple. So you can make your 15 any way. A minimum for a full group is 30. They hopefully more. And the way it works is, we've talked about this with uh, Disney Cruise Line, at 15 people, you get a tour conductor credit. And you are welcome to have one person go for free, or you can spread that discount out over the cost of everybody's trip and make everybody's trip a little less expensive. It all depends on how you want to handle it. At 30 people, you get two tour conductor credits. Adventures by Disney stops their trips at approximately 40 people, they can go a little higher on certain trips where they think that's possible, but the maximum is 40. So after your two tour conductor credits, there's not a lot, there's not another benefit. It's just your two tour There's conductor credits. Um, I think it's important. Those numbers are important. 15 people. The 15 people represent a guaranteed departure. Right. Meaning that that trip will go as long as you have 15 people. However... Disney reserves the right to fill the other spaces on that trip. Correct. If you want an exclusive, you have to contract for the entire trip. Can you imagine being people 16 and 17 on that trip? (laughs) Well, yes, because what I'm going to give you an example. We had a trip going to um, Italy and we had enough space for two more people and Adventures by Disney contacted me and said, listen, you have a group. I have two people who are trying to put a whole series of vacations together for their 50th anniversary. 40th anniversary. I don't remember what the anniversary was. Can we put two people that not part of your group on your trip? And what happened is it's Adventures by Disney is a different animal. You become a family uh, one day into your trip. It's a group experience. It's a shared experience. And everybody becomes sort of attached to the people around them. You're traveling in sort of a bubble. And they just got adopted into our group. And, you know, they were not any different. They were not treated any different. 
than the rest of our group, and our group just loved them. So, however, I think if you if you do that with say a family, you know, now you're the two people who are going into a group with a family. I think a family would be different, yeah. right? But you know, people are nice, and right. they'll be nice to them. That might be a little harder to do. Um, everything is included when you pay the price with Adventures by Disney. There's no port charges. There's no taxes included. The only thing that's not included is your tips to the tour guides, and they deserve every penny you're willing to tip them. And then there is uh, something that shocks people is there is some on your own time on an Adventures by Disney where you would be responsible for your own meals and your own activities. Most meals are included, but there are some that aren't. I do want to make sure we point out that, again, this must be contracted and you are the the person who contracts it, um, you know, is guaranteeing Disney either the 15 spaces or the 30 spaces. You know, this is something that's important because if you don't fulfill that requirement, you know, there's other things that could happen. You're responsible for that money. For that money, right. So they could either come to you and say, listen, you're going to pay for those anyway. Or they can say, listen, now you have to change this group over to a non-guaranteed departure or a non-exclusive group and let us fill the spaces. So... One of the nice it's important to understand that. that you're I'm sorry, to interrupt. Okay. One of the great things about working with Adventures by Disney is there's none of that stuff about you have to do this with one credit card or one person's in charge. As a travel agent, if I book a group, I everybody on the group can pay with their own credit card. I can process payments. Um, we have guests who decide they meet someone on the dis boards, and they were wanting both want to go on the room. It is much less expensive to go as a double occupancy group than it is to go as a single person. There's a single supplement on adventures by Disney. So we have people who meet and discuss whether or not they would like to share a room. I have do that all the time. Um, It's very easy to manage that so that even if you're sharing a room with someone, you don't have to then pay with one credit card. I can pay for your vacations with your own credit card. So everybody can pay what they owe. Uh, If you're the group leader and you're booking this outside of a travel agent, you can do that too, but then you're responsible for all of that. Right, you're still responsible for Something else to say is that you can call and book groups with, um, you have to go through the groups department, but then you can make payments and things with the regular uh, folks on the phone. Once you get into a group, if you want to make changes to the group, someone cancels, someone needs to go from a double to a triple, you cannot do that with the person on the phone. You then have to go through their group's department, and that's not as easy. I also want to point out, that's a really good point. When you do contract with Adventures by Disney, you actually contract the room occupancy as well. So you say, I want five doubles and one triple Mm -hmm. and two quads. So that in advance, they know to contract that with their hotel partners and hold right. those room types. It is much simpler to make a single or a double into a single room if you have a single traveler than it is to make a double into a quad. Right. Um, larger rooms. Especially in Europe. Right. Triple larger rooms quad are, space is very unique. They're, right. A lot of times when you're traveling outside of the United States, anything above two people moves to two rooms. Talk a little bit about deposit. And balance payment policies for groups? Deposit is 10%. Now, Dreams Unlimited Travel, as John said, has booked many, many of these groups, and we book a couple a year. We have made a special arrangement with Adventures by Disney. If you book through us, 
the deposit is like it used to be. It's only $300 a person. If you do it moving forward outside of Dreams Unlimited Travel, the deposit is 10% per person. And that is the 10% per room. So if there's two of you, you pay 10% for the cost of... And some of these I'm not saying this right. Am I making any sense? 10% of, the, of your total of your, de- of your reservation. Is your deposit. Sorry. On some of That's these better. reservations, like Europe, you know, you're talking about $30,000 reservations. I, you're talking about committing $3,000 plus to a deposit. With the, reserva- with the NABD reservation, your deposit is fully refundable for 14 business days. 14 days, excuse me, true not business a, days. True of a group. True of a single reservation. After 14 days, your deposit becomes non-refundable. You have to be committed to this. ABD is very generous in that as long as you decide before your final payment date that you want to move your reservation, they will allow me to move your reservation to another date. This becomes far trickier when you've then booked into a group because you now change the group dynamic. And that's much, it's much less easy to do. Um, final payment is due 120 days before your departure. Payment in full. One of the other things about an Adventures by Disney group is you actually have to commit to a full booking date. So they want you to commit that within two months, three months, whatever it is that's negotiated in the contract, that you're going to have everybody's room and everybody's deposit set so that they can determine that this is the group is going to go. So if you have people who are on the fence, it might not be right. wise for you to and do And that's that. probably because of their requirements to their suppliers on the other Absolutely. side. Absolutely. So right. same as when they're doing their own individual groups, they've got to make sure they're guaranteeing minimums. And Think about it. They've got all of these hotel partners in one trip. Now they have to go to and they have to get the room and they have to commit yeah. to them and say, I'm going to take And they're going to have walk. a date where they're going to want deposit from ABD. And right. It just There's also, um, every Absolutely once in a right. while, something happens that ABD cancels a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be anything from political unrest, uh, inclement right weather. Right here in the U.S., I'm sorry? Right here in the U.S. Okay. <laughs> um, but what happens is because Adventures by Disney is not – it's not like World or Cruise Line or Disneyland. We're not dealing with a Disney-owned hotel. We're not dealing with right. Disney property. You're now dealing with vendors. And if a vendor decides that during your trip, ABD has taken 15 rooms in that hotel, and they have a convention where they can sell 100% of their room occupancy, that happens. It has happened in the past, and it's no fun for the people who have booked on this trip and then scheduled their vacation time around that but then that happens in all kinds of travel john and i just were going on a trip in airlines because of inclement weather around jfk our trip got canceled the trip still went we just didn't get to go on it and that's the nature of these types of vacations adventures by disney group travel europe you know the bus tours anything like that that um the hotel the, the vendor the supplier they all reserve the right to pull inventory the groups themselves abd whether it's other companies they always say they can't guarantee you know the hotels when you travel things can happen agreed so that's how you book a group and you shouldn't book one on your own you should call kevin exactly. to travel or write to kevin so i'm going to pose the same question to you that i posed to tracy someone's on social media and they're on facebook or they're on our, our boards and they all decide they want to go on the italy adventure together is this something you think is a benefit to them to put together a group, or do you think they should book individually? 
if they, well, I'm going to talk about booking through us, through Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you book individually, we give a booking discount to each person that books. And it changed this year, and it's much more robust. You can get a fairly sizable booking discount by booking through Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you book a group, there's going to be no booking discount. That's because in the groups that we've set up, we've built that into the price. Correct. There's a contracted price, and everybody pays the same, and you would get a tour conductor. So if somebody came to us, though, to book a group, um, and we contacted a price, somebody came to us and said, I have 30 people, we want to book a group with you, you negotiate the contracted price with ABD, would they still then get... We would work something out with them. Some, one thing that happens with Adventures by Disney is we actually get less commission on right. a group yeah. than we get for an individual booking. And so there's the less- commission, just so people understand, the commission, whether it's Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney, the commission that we get paid is what Dreams then turns back a percentage of to offer these incentives. Right, correct. So if you book a group with us as opposed to individual reservations, we can't. We don't have as much money right. in our pool to pull from to give you back as far as your And team. so it, it could be as, okay, we've negotiated this rate with Adventures by Disney for your group of 30 people. You know, Dreams will then... 50 Do bucks this. off a room or 100 sure. bucks off a room. Or then we might be able to say to you, listen, that doesn't make any sense. Let's book you in the regular and I can give you now more. Right. Off. And if again, this you comes have, back to what we talked about. What's the best for you? No, we have tier, we're dealing with tier pricing. If you have 15 people who are ready to book now, right. you would be best served booking individual reservations because then you would get the Dreams booking discount. If you're going to take 15 spots or 30 spots and then try then fill them, Right. With people who are not ready to commit, what you're doing is you're guaranteeing the lowest right. price. So that's a good distinction. Yeah. It depends on the group and how ready they are when they come to you. And to make the commitment. They are. That's right. right. I, I can see that that would then guarantee the, the pricing for everybody in your group. But if you're all ready to book at the same time, it's better for me to make 15 or however many individual reservations. Financially, I think you would do better. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Sense. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode. We talked about Disney Cruise Line groups. We talked about Adventures by Disney groups. Um, We have a couple more episodes coming up later this month where we discuss other cruise lines, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and Celebrity. And we kind of compare and contrast theirs to Disney Cruise Line as well as each other. So we hope you come back for those and join us for future shows. Um, Thank you guys for helping me out with this show and for participating. Thank you to everybody at home for watching and listening. We hope you have a great week. And we hope you have a great vacation.